0: All right. And it looks like we are now live with our third week of our crisis leadership academy. Uh, so a big welcome to everyone. Uh, it's great to have you all here. Uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually share my screen um, and uh, show you where we are and what we're going to be going through on this session. Uh, first of all, here is my screen. Uh, so What's really interesting about the whole process we're going through as we're going through the entire leadership concept of building trust is what happens in crisis when it comes to trust, right? Because when we talk about a team uh, and how you build a team, it's directly related to your time and it's also related to trust. And the more that you're building trust, the more you can turn your time into team. So on this session, we're gonna be talking about talent, but it links to the different steps on our pivot plan so as you can see here, uh, we have in the first week been going through start mission money, just getting ourselves overall aligned uh, to something that's meaningful, measurable. Uh, last week was all about the plan, problem, and building trust for the customer. And now we go from what is the customer pathway to now what is your talent pathway, which is how do you actually build the right team or join the right team, uh, and then how do you build the right resources, and then it will allow next week to be all around rhythm and the finish, which is how you complete. Uh, the circle and build it all together. So this is going to be an interesting call because I'm going to have a chance not only uh, to be uh, sharing how we do this within our companies, but also uh, in the mentoring we do and also in the um, uh, in the different uh, programs we're running, how we actually build this trust up uh, step by step in a way that a promotion plan allows you to do. And I'm actually going to take three examples at three different levels, at the freelance level, at the startup level and at the enterprise level where I am gonna take uh, participants of the CLA right now uh, and actually show you exactly how you could potentially turn each one of your plans into uh, a promotion plan, um, exactly the way we're gonna be developing for everybody over these four weeks. So let me, first of all, share with you what's a little bit different this week. Uh, The fact that we are live means that you can be uh, posting comments uh, and at the same time um, even dropping in comments, uh, questions, which I will be coming to at the end of this session as well. going uh, kind of basically right now, just have a look uh, and get the link here. So let me just show you a couple of things as orientation before we just jump into um, all the different steps. You'll see here uh, that there is a question, where's the play button? Uh, Peter, look right below and you'll see it's right here. So here is the actual link uh, and I'm sure Shane will pin this as well. So it'll be up for the day uh, and uh, it's live at the moment. And what I'd love for everyone to do who is currently, uh, not just watching this, uh, but also wanting to type, uh, just to type basically here uh, in the comment section. So we kind of have it all as we go. Wow, okay, everyone's saying hi already. Um, uh, hi, please post. Uh, please post where you are in the world um, and all key learnings and uh, questions post here as we go. All right, Ruby. So, uh, great to see Claire here from New Zealand. We've got Annette here from South Africa. We've got Kathy here from Wellington. We've got Hiroki from, uh, oh, where is that? Uh, somewhere in Tokyo, uh, Japan. Uh, we have got Maxine here from the UK. So, I'll be coming back and checking out uh, everyone else who's posting in here as well as we go. Great to have you all on board here already. And uh, let's uh, now go through a couple of other things that I want to share with everyone uh, before we jump into the content here. Uh, which is you all would have received over the weekend, the key template to be now working on for the next two weeks. Uh, this here is uh, on each one of the different pages, actually. I'll just show you very briefly here. Um, we have got the digital startup page where you'll see everything now posted at the top here with a weekly assignment submission. Just click on the read more, uh, and this will give you the uh, steps. Is exactly the same for each of the other pages as well. So we have here uh, the page for our uh, digital freelancers and we have a page here for all about digital enterprise and we're going to be hearing about all three different levels Today, you've also got uh, a Step-by-step in terms of the resources for the whole week. Who's what's gonna be happening with the schedule that's on here as well But when you do click more which I've just done here, uh, you will see that uh, Within the actual text here. You've got all the information There's a Q&A question submission sheet uh, which looks like this where everyone has a space to be able to put down website, the week successes, uh, biggest question that you have. And I'm going to be coming back to this uh, to give the reference points on uh, different examples uh, in each of these different areas. So there is a different sheet, one for the digital startup here. We have a sheet also which uh, those who are in the freelance can access uh, and a sheet which those in the enterprise can access as well. So each of them are on here too. Uh, And uh, you've also got all the extra information here around how this is now the week where we are going to be reviewing your submissions. So those of you who already are filling out the first uh, steps which I'm gonna show you as well, which uh, each of you are gonna have a link which is gonna take you to the actual uh, pivot plan. You can see here, this is Adriana's one. Uh, The good news is there's actually one uh, folder which shows you all of everybody's uh, different plans and you can see exactly when people were in already starting to update their plans and this allows you, if you wanted to see who's the latest, click on last modified. Uh, This is all about everyone sharing with everyone else uh, your plans and so it allows us all to learn from each other Uh, and we are obviously at the end of the four weeks going to be picking winners of those that have actually uh, got the best plans, right? So this is a really, really great opportunity uh, to not only uh, be learning from others, but be recognized for the good work that you're doing as well. And I will be using this template uh, today to actually go through exactly what the key steps are and how talent, which is this step here, how this actually links to all the other steps as we go through this as well, right? So that is going to be our plan. Anyone who has any questions about any of this, you can be posting it in the comments section. And of course, uh, we will be looking after you and um, we will be uh, helping to guide everyone through the process as we go through this week and next week as well. Okay, so with that being said, what I want to do is start with this concept of trust. And I'm going to come back to the fact that all money flows on the path of trust, and whenever you have somebody who says, "Well, I can't make the money," what that really means is I don't have enough people who trust me to pay me the money. Right? That's really what it means. And so the real question is, if you're getting started from scratch, especially in the crisis, how do you build trust from that one place? What I'm going to do before we go into uh, the concept of team is talk about how trust itself gets impacted in a crisis. Some of you have been following some of my posts uh, over the last couple of months. i want to share one post and also then a bit more detail about basically the steps of how trust breaks down and then gets rebuilt in a crisis. And whether it's a crisis of your own making (laughs) or whether it is a crisis uh, which is a global crisis like the one we have today, um, understanding exactly how that trust dynamic works is absolutely critical to actually getting an understanding Um, Of how to build it up again, especially if you're there building it up on your own and we're going to see this Happening in the world at a scale we've never seen before Um, So let me just share my screen and what I'm going to touch on is a post that I put down here uh, Way back in way back in March Uh, And so those of you who might be listening to this recording this might already be out of date Right, but I'm going to give you this as of the day that I'm actually recording this uh, which is on Monday the 1st of June, right so Monday, first of June, here we are. This was actually beginning of April. And this was about a book, which is called The Fourth Turning. So this book was written in, 19, um, uh, in 1997, about 10 years earlier. Uh, William Strauss and Neil Howe, they came up with the term millennials, which was linked to the fact that there are these cycles of time. And as you know, everything about trust is about rhythm. And these are about the bigger cycles. These bigger cycles also have been written about uh, by someone, if you want some reading material, Ray Dalio is the guy who right now um, is posting His entire next book, which is all about the crash of the United States dollar uh, and basically how the US dollar global reserve is going to change. And he should know he's been like he's probably the most famous uh, algorithmic stock market trader and commodities trader. Uh, He's a billionaire uh, and he made all his money by understanding these big cycles. Uh, And he's basically now explaining exactly why uh, the US dollar is going to lose its value and what the new world order is going to look like. Uh, And this is also reflected within this book which is all about the fourth turning so in 1997 they wrote that because of these cycles uh and remember 1997's through to the 2000s that was just when the that was just when uh the dot-com era was starting right it was even before the dot-com bus it was when people weren't even really on the internet yet uh, and they were already predicting that there was going to be this fourth turning which was going to be this massive crisis because the fourth step is always going to be a big crisis right and so at the time when they're saying this, like, you know, we've gone from the high to the awakening to the unraveling and says each one of these is about one lifetime. So, uh, sorry, one generation. You go about four generations in a lifetime. So the whole cycle is about 100 years. And each one of these cycles is between 20 and 25 years. And they said that the crisis cycle will start from 2005 and go through to 2025. And basically we are right in the middle of this right now. And at the time when they wrote it, a lot of people said, well, you can't really predict these things. And they're saying, well, just watch out for it. And of course, now we're actually seeing this play out. And what I'm going to share with you is the fact that there are these four steps within this crisis, and we are only in step number one right now. And so uh, if you said, well, how how long is this crisis going to go on for? Uh, When we talk about crisis leadership, we're not just talking about over these couple of months. We're really talking about the period from now through to 2025. And if you really plan it out in the right way, you have the possibility of turning this from what is a major challenge into what is going to be a huge opportunity for all of us, because it is about a total reset of trust. Uh, and uh, I'm going to just show you this. This is kind of like really interesting. Um, I find this, interesting. I hope you do as well, that when we actually talk about reset, regroup, relaunch, we're talking about a five-year cycle, or at least a five-year period, of which we're already um, midway through this cycle. Uh, and this whole concept of talent and about trust is really linking. I'm going to come back to some of these in a moment, because it changes for each of these levels in terms of what your trust level is as well. Um, but I want to just kind of like point out two things that happened over the weekend. So this is the first one, right? NASA, first time in human history that NASA astronauts have entered the space station from commercially made spacecraft. That's Elon Musk's uh, SpaceX uh, Crew Dragon that went up into space. So I was live streaming this uh, on my page and we had a watch party where a whole bunch of people were watching this as we went through as well. Um, This was basically like, uh, you know, one element of the cycle is that new heroes show up. Uh, And so you've got these kind of stories happening, but there's another part of the cycle as well, which is this here cities in post-perfuse, National Guard mobilizes as US faces another night of unrest after George Floyd killing. You've seen this uh, ignite in 30 different cities around the US and you think, how is it possible, given that this is not the first time that there's been police violence or even a killing in police custody uh, in the US, how is it possible that this time around it's ignited this massive uh, like, you know, set of riots all over America? Uh, what's going on? Like, what, What's going on with trust that's actually making this happen? So um, I'm going to actually come right to the book itself, because in the book, there are four phases of every crisis. Uh, the first one is the trigger, which is where we are right now. And, then, and the trigger is because of coronavirus, you have people locked up, you have people who are out of jobs. And so there's a much, much, much more powerful trigger today to something like injustice uh, than there might have been a few years ago. But this trigger is now going to lead to the next step, which is the disruption. And from disruption the collapse, And from collapse then you think well the climax does not happen earlier no the climax happens at the end it's like the peak of the whole thing it's like a wave that crashes the trigger is the first wave it's never the biggest wave but that then leads basically to then the destruction which happens from that wave and then from that you then have a much bigger collapse and then the big wave comes so like if you really start to think about what's going to be happening over the next five years uh you have an opportunity to be one step ahead and be a leader out of this crisis uh, but otherwise, uh, you're going to be in the destruction with everybody else as well. And so this first step here, uh, this is the trigger, phase number one. Uh, this was written in 1997, by the way, which is like 23 years ago. A spark will ignite a new mood. The Centers for Disease Control announced the spread of a new communicable virus. The disease reaches densely populated areas, killing some. Congress enacts mandatory quarantine measures. Mayors resist. Uh, uh, urban gangs battle suburban militias. Cause mount for the president to declare martial law. Uh, this is going to happen uh, within the next couple of weeks. Uh, and, and and this whole thing was written. Uh, this is the, you know, here. I, I definitely recommend going and getting the book. Uh, you know, this is all in here already where you can, oops, uh, see. Uh, I'm just going straight to chapter 10, fourth turning prophecy, uh, where you can see, you know, like pretty much what I just said. Um, and then uh, I want to just cover it from here. Uh, this part here, um, where it actually goes to, to stage two. Uh, phase two disruption, the core elements of these scenarios, debt, civic, decay, global disorder, will matter more than the details. The new mood and its jarring new problems provide a natural endpoint for the unraveling error, decline, in civic confidence. So this is all about a breakdown in trust that takes place. Distrustful of something, uh, individuals will feel that their survivor requires them to distrust more things. This behavior could cascade into a sudden downward spiral and implosion of societal trust, right? So this whole aspect of actually breaking down from one level to the next, Uh, where you start with basically people distrusting the government, distrusting power, and then as a result of that, actually, you know, going against the government, Uh, this then linking to the next step, uh, which is when assets themselves then uh, start falling. So phase three is the collapse. At some point, America's, this is all about America, by the way, but it actually relates to the whole world right now. At some point, America's short-term crisis psychology will catch up to the long-term post-unravelling fundamentals. This might result in a great devaluation a severe drop in the market. This is exactly what, uh, if you actually read through uh, the Ray Dalio uh, um, chapters, he talks about that you have hyperinflation when the US dollar loses its value, which is obviously a massive devaluation. Um, So you've got here great devaluation, a severe drop in the market price of most financial and real assets, as assets value, trust will further disintegrate, which will cause assets to value further and so on before long America's old civic order will uh, seem ruined beyond repair. And then this leads to the phase four, Phase four is the climax, right? From this trough and from these dangers, the making of a new social contract, a new civic order will arise. This battle could be peaceful or violent. Um, the last three times that we've actually had a fourth turning, if you go back basically like three, it's basically hundred years apart. So if you actually go back, um, you know, three times, I actually wrote them all down here from where we are today. This actually goes through like five times, uh, but you can see here like great financial crises like this year, 20, 2025 is what we're in right now. Um, the last one was actually uh, here uh, fourth turning with the Great Depression. So basically it was like the stock market crash, the Great Depression, and it led to World War II. Uh, and the time before that, it was a compromise generation. It was an economic crisis that led to American Civil War. And the one before that was the one that led to the American Revolution. So so pretty much each one of them has ended in war in one form or another. Um, and we're writing this one right now. And so if we actually go back to this part here, this one, African like Americans react to the great ancient myth of the um, in like uh, which is like, you know, rising from the ashes, thus will we achieve our next rendezvous with destiny. And I'm, I'm going to just pause on this for a bit longer because, like, you know, as they say, history doesn't repeat itself, but it does rhyme. Um, once you really start thinking about things in the wider timeframe uh, and start thinking about what we're really going through right now, which is, a, what really is a once-in-a-lifetime experience, right, that we're actually covering at the moment, um, If us actually come back to the, the Kindle book. Uh, I, I, you know, while I've actually quoted some key parts to this, There's other parts which actually are really super helpful to really really read through. So this one here I already mentioned, new moodness, jarring new problems, will provide natural endpoints and unraveling error declines of the confidence. We mentioned that already. Um, But then we actually go through this, where it says, um, if so, this implosion will strike financial markets. um, And with that, the economy, aggressive individualism, institutional decay, long-term pessimism can proceed only so far before society loses the level of dependability needed to sustain the vision of labor and long-term promises. Uh, so, through the unraveling, people will have preferred the exciting, rewarding trend towards social complexity, which is what we've just gone through over the 20 years before. But as a crisis moves congeals, people will come to the jarring realization that they have grown helplessly dependent on a fearing edifice of anonymous transactions and paper guarantees. Many Americans won't know where their savings are, who their employer is, what their pension is, or how their government works, Error will have left the financial world. Arbitrage and tentacle debtors won't know who holds their nose, homeowners who owns their mortgages. But this happens on two phases. The first one happened in two thousand and eight, and this one happening is much, much bigger. Um, and at, at the same time, each generation's approach to this new life will set off louder coming alarm. So this actually goes through how each of these different generations acts differently. How the millennials act differently. I'm a 13er, right? So basically, a baby um, before the baby boomer generation X. So you've got these four different um, uh, groups that are going through this right now. Uh, and at the same time, it says the short-term crisis psychology will catch up with the long-term post-unraveling fundamentals. This might result in great valuation, which is what I mentioned earlier. As asset-to-value trust will further disintegrate, which will cause asset-to-value further. Every slide in asset price, employment, and production will give every generation cause to grow more alarmed. And with savings worth less, the elders will become more dependent on government. And so it actually talks through basically how it gets to a point where America's old civic order will seem ruined beyond repair. People feel like a magnet has passed over society's disk drive, blanking out the social contract, wiping out old deals, clearing the books of vast unpaid promises, which people have once felt entitled. Now, remember, when this came out, uh, America was in boom years. It was the the beginning of the dot-com. So this was like a million miles away from what people were actually wanting to read at the time. And not a lot of people took this seriously, even though uh, this gained more and more weight as time went on and people started realizing a lot of what was actually in this book was actually what was happening. Uh, and it was by them studying over many cycles um, of, uh, of these four turnings uh, and actually saying, well, this is just natural. It's going to come just in the same way we know winter is always going to come after autumn. So from this trough and from these dangers, the making of a new social contract, a new civic order will rise. In the initial jury-built stage, people will not be entitled but authorized to receive whatever they get from government. So this will lead to conflict as people do battle to decide square how and by whom this authority is to be exercised. It could be peaceful, involving political process, or violent, involving public and private militias. Public needs to assume a new shape of emergency. So, like this is so far away from where we were even 10 or 20 years ago. Um, the fact is, like you know, even the idea that you could have a civil war, or the idea that you could actually have war between nations, seems so far away. But so was the same in the last three turnings as well. So come the fourth turning, uh, that we fully inspired. So soon after the catalyst, the national election produces sweeping political realignment. So. Again, I won't go through all of this, but if you actually start like just looking at the fact that most of this is already happening or some of it has already happened as well. Um, but the most important reason I'm showing you this is because it's all about trust. Um, old unraveling era strategies, flexibility, stealth, elite, expertise, et cetera, will all be replaced by new crisis era strategies, mass intimidation, universal conflict, frontal assault, total victory, more suitable to a fight for civic survival. By then people will be looking uh, back on unraveling as a time when America evolved from the post-war to pre-war era this is like really critical, right? Like they were actually talking about the fact that this is all not something which was a result of the last war, but what's happening towards the next one. So the economy will in time recover from its early reversals, late in the crisis with trust and hope and urgency growing fast. Uh, this trust again, right? It may even achieve unprecedented loss of efficiency in production, but by then the economy will have changed fundamentally. Compared to today, it will be less global dependent with smaller cross border trade and capital flows. So this is already obviously happening all around the world. This business will be more capitalized and its workers more unionized revert a much larger share of its income to savings and investing, Fourth and America will begin to lay out the next seculum's a seclum is basically a lifetime, seclum's infrastructure grid. Uh, And then from here, uh, meanwhile, Americans will correct the unraveling social and cultural fragmentation by demanding the choice that ever never offered the choice not to be burdened by choice. This is very important, right? So so basically people just want to be told where I need to go to get back trust. As people, again, begin to trust institutional authority, they will expect that authority to simplify the options for daily life at the store, on TV, fewer media channels, more standardized products. We're seeing this happen already. People are just buying less at the office and in the voting booth. So the coronavirus crisis was just a trigger, but it was a trigger for something that was going to happen one way or the other. It was like an inevitability, uh, but people are not necessarily seeing it that way right now because most of us are just seeing the ripples on the ocean or just the first wave, and we think that's it, as opposed to what really is happening, which is a massive reset of society itself. Time will pass, perhaps another decade before the surging mood propels America to the fourth turning's great moment of opportunity in climate. So, this is what we're going to be heading towards the climax of the crisis. So, what would this be? Before contract nine, the climax takes a form wholly unforeseeable from the advanced distance of 25 years, marking some national and probably global volcanic eruption, and initially flowing along channels of distress that were created during. So, this is like channels of distrust um, during the unraveling era and further widened by the catalyst. Uh, trying to foresee where the eruption will go once it bursts free of the channels is like trying to predict the exact fault line of an earthquake. Or, you know, in advance, there's something about the molten ingredients of climax, which could include, and it goes through economic distress, social distress, like all the different distress lines that could actually show up. Um, during the coming fourth turning, some of these climax ingredients will play little or no role at all. Others will shoot along channels that swell, diverge, and reconnect in wholly, unforeseen ways. Uh, eventually, all of America's lesser problems will find to one giant problem. Um, people leave niches to join interlocking teams, each team dependent on and trusting of work done by other teams. So this here, I'm going to come back to. This is really important. It's about the fact we get to recreate all of the paths of trust. Uh, the kind of trust that uh, you, know, you built over time in the education system, in the health system, into these monoliths uh, where we don't trust them anymore. And so they're all going to break down and we end up with totally new things. I've been talking about a shift from you know, mass national economies down to micro economies where we actually reorganize ourselves. The splinterings, complexities, and cynicism of unraveling will be just the distant memories the first glimpse of a new golden age will appear beyond if only this one big problem can be fixed. The Decisive events will occur, events so vast, powerful, and unique, they lie beyond today's wildest hypotheses. These events will inspire great documents and speeches, visions of a new political order being framed. People will discover a hitherto unimagined capacity to fight and die, and to let their children fight and die for a communal cause. It's when America will return, because there will be no other choice. Thus, will Americans reenact the great ancient myth of the apocalypse. Uh, or pyrosis, uh, thus will we achieve our next rendezvous with destiny. I just want to finish on this one here. Emerging in this crisis, climax will be a great entropy reversal, that miracle of human history in which trust is reborn. So through the fourth turning, the old order will die, but only after having a producer seed containing of the new civic order within it. In the moment of maximum danger, that seed will implant, and a new social contract will take root. a brief time American uh, firmament will be malleable in ways that would stagger today's unraveling error mindset. Everything is new and yielding. you Benjamin rush to his friends at the of the and revolution. So will everything be again. So, like, that's pretty dramatic, right? Like, what I've just shared is pretty dramatic because you start thinking about the fact that we are actually part of history and we're going to be making history. Uh, and everything that we're talking about here, you know, the Crisis Leadership Academy is about much more than just, hey, how do I go out and sell a product? It's about how does the process of what you go through right now in creating something like a promotion plan, like I said, on last week's, uh, video, it's all about uh, like training flight paths, like being able to actually connect the different paths together. Uh, if you actually go back in every one of these different turnings, there was a different point of power, right? If you actually go right back to the villages of like four or five hundred years ago, they were the interconnection point of all of the paths that would come in from different parts of the land. And that's where you'd end up with the kind of main, uh, you know, like marketplaces. And then that then led from what were the paths on land to the paths in sea, where it was actually the seaports That became the biggest, like you know, two hundred years ago, Um, and that's those seaports were the ones where you would actually have London or you would have New York. Uh, These were the capital cities because you had all of these different connection points that were coming, trading from other different parts of the world. Uh, And then obviously today we've now got airports where again they've all got like interlinked, but the airports themselves have closed down. And so because of that, the new interlinking are going to be communities, communities of trust, where you get to choose what community you want to be a part of, and they're going to be communities based not on place but based on purpose. And if you start thinking about it in terms of purpose and say well, well that's why i'm taking the purpose test kind of what is my purpose and what is that link so for example for myself it's about 3ds entrepreneur education and environment and and the interlocking of those three is where we find genius group and so everything we're doing is about education everything we do is about creating the right environments everything we're doing is about teaching entrepreneurship and it's bringing it all together um, as basically the intersection or the city the virtual city uh community that we actually are all part of and for each of you is about you choosing which are going to be your circles, whether it's with us or whether it's in your own circles, or even inter- interlocking. But knowing that that trust has a whole way of totally changing, and those outside of it, when you've got this reorganising taking place, those outside of that uh, will suddenly find themselves one day having been in the rain, suddenly being in the desert. Uh, and that's why we have to be so clear about what these levels are and how they're working as well. So with that being a pretty dramatic beginning uh, to uh, what trust is all about, how do you link trust and time? and team. If you don't have trust, all you have is your time. You wake up the same 24 hours of time as Richard Branson, as me. Like we all have the same 24 hours of time. However, if you don't have any trust, then all you get is your time to then go out and try and basically get connected with someone. And the only way that someone's going to want to give you any money or even come work with you is because there's something about you that they trust in terms of where you're heading. And the fact that you have something you're heading towards, which actually adds value to them as well. Right? which is whatever product you're delivering, whatever team you're building. And so that first step, which is like, well, if I only have my time, I need to go out there and build trust in some way. And trust starts with your customer. It starts by you delivering something of value to your customer and the promotion plan allows you to map out what that looks like. But if you can do that well, then the next step happens, which is how do you then build that trust to trust in talent? The yellow level is all about the customer. Green level is all about talent. It's about actually having the right team. And if you don't have yet the trust of the customer, best to go join someone else's team. So when we talk about the freelance pathway, it's like, well, how do you connect to a team where you immediately have trust with that team? Uh, If you are at yellow level, which is like startup, then it's like, well, how do I actually just bring the right people on board who can be my team or I can be working uh, in partnership with that allows me to actually now share my trust and what happens at green green level is you already have a team and how do you now actually attract the bigger investors uh, or those who have other resources to come support your team as well. In all three cases, what you're doing is creating a time machine. So business is just a time machine. It's where you actually are taking your time and you're turning it into team. So it's like, okay, so I have this thing I need to do. I'm going to put a website together Well, I going to do it myself, which means I'm going to go learn all about it and put it together. Or I go work with somebody who really knows how to put it together. And that means it's not even my, I get my time back because I've turned that time into team and I now have a team member who's going to be my web designer. And so that one step suddenly releases your time and you're now adding with that time trust. Because with that time, as you start building from time to team to time to team, you're building basically rivers of trust or you're following rivers of trust. Uh, But it all is about having a nose for that trust in the first place. So I'm gonna share with you exactly what these steps look like. I'm gonna go through exactly what the three teams look like as well. uh, And then what the actual steps are that you can be taking this week to really start forming this and don't expect to get it all perfect the first time around. But in the same way that if you would learn how to play a piano, you wouldn't start basically by just getting on a piano and immediately thinking you can do it. It will come from practice, right? You know what the concept is, you know what the different uh, uh, principles are, but you know, it's going to just take practice and practice and practice until you start getting it. Uh, But it's worth the practice because you know, the end point of that is you're going to be able to make music forever. Uh, And so let me share with you, first of all, a couple of key things here. Uh, First thing is uh, I'm going to share with you the uh, and by the way, everything I just mentioned about this, I'm gonna be moving on from here, but um, whatever is the biggest awareness that just came up for you or the biggest learning, please do post it down uh, and I will be coming back and reviewing this before I get to the end, right? These are all the notes that are down here, that we'll be coming to as well, right? Um, so uh, let's uh, now come over uh, from these uh, to uh, our plans. Uh, you, like we, I, I was sharing on the last uh, two uh, videos actually, uh, exactly what our plans how they're working i want to take a deep dive into one particular one and i'm going to just take this one here junior solutions because it happens to be something that we're in middle promotion in right now and in fact just over uh the weekend uh like you know Saturday, sunday some of our team were making some calls um and because we track everything and we know exactly how many followers we have coming in how many community members um you know these are the numbers just from the last from the weekend right like it wasn't even during the week uh and you can see those fifty-four thousand dollars that was generated this was all basically as a result of us launching Genius Solutions. So I'll explaining exactly what our pathway is, how we did it, what we're doing right now, and as I'm sharing with you, here's the steps to be taking just to show you we're actually taking these steps ourselves on multiple pathways uh, because they work, right? And so the exact steps of what we're taking, how we're gonna take it, uh, we're gonna be going through uh, and we're gonna use the template, which is the same template that all of you now have your own uh, assigned template to as well. So this here is an example of the template. So you can see here, You've got everyone's templates. I just happened to take the first one, which is Adriana's one. So Adriana hadn't yet had a chance to go and and update it, as you can see here. Uh, But if we look at what it looks like, it's the same as what your template would look like when you're starting as well. You've got all 10 steps within the template. Uh, It starts with what we went through in the first week, which is, okay, what is your future vision? And as well as there being the different steps, and if you want to copy and paste and create more pages here to add to your future vision, sure, you can go ahead and do that. Uh, you can see I've actually put an example of my future vision uh, at the time when we put this together, which was actually a year ago. Uh, and what's so amazing is looking back now and seeing pretty much everything we put on here has actually happened. Uh, I managed to go and do things like the Ironman in, in Philippines or the Olympic Triathlon last year before they closed everything down, went to Everest Base Camp. Like all these different things happened, even to like you know how many people members we had, how big the business was, all of that all happened as well. So. When you put a vision down and then you say, I'm just going to just now fulfill the vision, it's incredible just how much universe opens up to someone who has a plan uh, and how much it doesn't to those who have no plan. Uh, And so this is so much about saying, well, let me just put down what I really love to see happen and then make sure that everything I do is now based on the criteria that it moves me towards my vision in one form or another. Um, So that very first step here, right, that we already have, you can be filling that out. And then that brings us to the promotion plan. What is the summary of the plan, which was all last week's work, uh, what is the avatar, your ideal customer? You know, who do they look like? Uh, and here's examples of us uh, running Entrepreneur 5.0. So you can even copy and paste like the different format, putting your own photos. Uh, and then also the problem that we are solving for that customer. So it's really clear that everything we're doing is aligned to really solving that problem. And if we're not sure what that is, we go, We better be pretty sure pretty quickly, right? So we'll cover that on there as well. Uh, and only when you have that in place, can you then really start stepping up into what is the pathway of trust that you're now building um, through this solution, right? So this is where you put your financial objectives together, which also was last week's work. And I've, again, put examples in here as well. Your development objectives, uh, and then also your learning objectives, like what do they actually look like? That then leads us into, okay, if I have all that in place, uh, and, that, and only when you have that in place can you really start thinking about your team. So this means that to begin with, you're really focusing at the what and when much more than the who and the how, because the who and how will show up once you know what the what and the when is. And so like this is like the bow showing up for the arrow, like I mentioned before. Uh, and then really understanding how this links to your value cycle, where follows are people who are paying you attention, community are people paying you time, prospects are the people who are paying you with a decision, and customers are the ones paying you for money. And you have to basically take it one step at a time, because trust follows this flow, where someone says, I need to know that this is worth my attention, and you need to earn that attention before I pay you any time. I need to know this is worth my time, before I'm gonna pay you even the decision. I need to know this is worth my decision before I'm actually gonna pay you uh, with any money. Uh, And knowing there's just four steps. But if you're not willing to take these four steps, it's like being in a car, not willing to use the first three gears and trying to just start the car in fourth gear and wondering why you keep stalling. So this is about actually saying, okay, well, I'm just gonna make sure I've got a value cycle that links through these steps. Then we can get onto team, right? And in this case, I, I even gave the team to say, well, here's the people we have in our team and how they actually link to the Wealth Dynamics Profile system because you really want to have at least one person uh, in each of these areas. Um, the minimum you should have in a team is three people, if you had two that actually covered, or one that covered two areas. Uh, so you've all heard, I believe, of the one, two, three strategy. Like I'm a creator, so if I can have someone who's a supporter, which is like two across, I can have someone like an accumulator, which is three across, that one, two, three creates a triangle, or think of these like, uh, uh, like a stool's uh, legs, where the three legs will actually make a stable stool. If I only had a few up the top or just myself, the whole stool would fall over. So this allows us to actually know that the business is gonna have the chance to grow. And whenever I start anything new, um, I won't start by trying to build a team around myself. I'll start by learning uh, about exactly how I can be part of someone else's team. So education, for example, you know, we've now launched a junior school. When I knew that education was gonna be a big part of my life, I didn't start by saying, I'm just gonna go start a school. I started by saying, how can I be of credibility at the, at the foundation level, to someone who's already built their credibility from the school. And in Bali, we had the Green green School, which was set up by John Hardy. So my first step was to actually go meet John Hardy and Cynthia Hardy and say, hey, how can I be a value to you? Uh, And seeing that because they needed a board, because they needed some extra uh, support in mentoring the team as they grew, um, I said, okay, well, why don't I help you set up the board? And that's how the board got set up. That's how I became chairman of the board. Uh, It was not me trying to get them to join my team. It was me joining their team and then getting all the learning that I needed, getting all of the understanding of the challenges as well as the opportunities within education, which then allowed us to now be at a point where we launched Genius School. In fact, at the time, I didn't even know we were going to call it Genius School, uh, but I just knew it was going to be something to do with education. So one thing always leads to another and knowing that you need to have these four different geniuses in one mix or another is really important as well because your business will not fail as a result of your strengths. They will fail because of your weaknesses. So it is so important for you to be designing a business, just like designing a plumbing system, where it's not just about how good you are at turning on the tap, is how good are you at making sure the plumbing actually is solid and is actually gonna grow effectively as well. So this is where we're gonna be focusing right now. And then of course from the team, but then continues on to the other steps of the promotion plan, the resources you need as well. And of course this whole week is gonna be all about that as well. So let's actually have a look first of all at an example. And as I go through the example, Uh, it actually gives you an idea also um, of exactly how you could be designing your business as well. So the example I can mention was Genius Solutions, where we already have, as you can see, have got a summary page for Genius Solutions. Um, We actually went through exactly what the problem was. Uh, So this is actually a very specific uh, solution to our high-end clients. Uh, And we're talking about here about this kind of shift uh, from basically the horse to the car and how most people have just, (laughs) just like at the beginning of when cars started showing up, just like, hook a horse to the front thinking that's the solution. So a lot of us have a digital business where we still basically don't understand what it is to have a digital business. Uh, and what actually the solution is now um, is knowing that there is a way to be able to actually have a rocket ship uh, and that could be able to build the whole business off the back of that. Uh, and then this ha- goes through the promise of what we're actually creating, which is the genius solutions community. This is the whole do it for you program where we say, hey, look, you know, you need to have like the right digital uh, uh, marketing funnel. You know, you need to have the right mobile sales team. We'll come in and do it for you. And obviously this is our higher price program because it takes a lot more time and effort to do that. Uh, but there are so many people out there that have the right size business that's ready for this already. Uh, so we basically then said, okay, well, here's now the product. Now you see, we have actually more slides in here than what you would see in the template. So don't, don't worry too much if you feel you want to add another slide or two and that's okay. Uh, we just want you at least to do the minimum here. But our business, our, like our products tend to be, uh, our promotions tend to be all in the million dollar plus, And so we just need a bit more information in there than you might have on these ones to begin with. Um, But the most important thing is that we're still covering all the key parts here. So, yes, we do have a bit more information about how we designed out the products. But you can see we mapped the whole thing out on slides to begin with in such a way we could even speak to customers before we even launch our page. So we're in the pre-launch phase of this right now. You see, we've actually got a number of different pages, like this digital marketing solution, uh, which is this one here. This is the one that is where we actually deliver. Um, to a company for, what, like 2500 or $5,000 a month. So they're not paying small money, but they're actually making twenty-five uh, to 50000 a month in their marketing because they're a side business where they're a million dollars plus, where they can see themselves making 25000 or more. Um, this EOC, is Suraj, who actually runs our digital marketing, and he's one of the mentors here, that he's running this where, as well as him providing mentoring, he's got his teams going into companies and actually delivering on this. And this page here is not yet live. I'm showing you an actual page on Envision app, which is basically our design uh, platform, where it's in here so we can actually make comments and edit it before it goes live. Um, but you can see here that when we do go live, which is gonna be in about a week's time, uh, that what we're offering to those who are coming on board is a full digital pathway where we design the dashboards, we put all the information, we just basically manage the whole thing. Uh, and then it's even like, you know, remember what we said before about the five P's? has to be what is the problem that you're actually solving, what's the actual pr- promise you're going to make, what's the product in terms of the details, which is the, all of this, and then what's the proof it actually works. Like if we're going to have someone who's going to pay us that kind of money, how do they know it's actually going to work? Uh, and then this actually goes through and explains, because there's actually two pages here, um, actually explains exactly what the uh, the proof of it is uh, as well. So we can see here um, all the different case studies, right? So you've got here a case study of clear light infrared saunas where already Suraj has done that, our team's done that for them, and they wanted to hit $50,000 and they made $840,000 and it's still ongoing. Uh, Health Dynamics, which has now turned itself into like a million dollar business. Um, G- uh, Global Entrepreneur Summit, which is like all the events that Surize then designed, which generated $3.7 million. Um, this one here, B1G1, that actually helped them to then grow their impacts. Wealth Migrate, that allowed them to raise like close to two million pounds. Um, you know, these are all things that basically are, if someone's interested in saying, well, can you solve the problem? are the proof that what actually we're delivering actually solves that problem. Uh, and similarly, there's one for remote sales as well. But the most important thing is we didn't wait to have, this is where basically Michelle is setting up entire remote sales teams inside companies, and then we're basically showing those results as well. But we don't wait to have all this in place before we already are going out there to the people we know are uh, the ones that most uh, are most likely wanting to actually have our service and say to them, listen, we're launching this, we haven't launched it yet, uh, but let let's let show you the slides to show you what's actually on there. And you can see these slides are, are designed internally for us, but they're also designed so we can have a conversation with someone and say, here's what we're about to launch. You wanna come on board before we actually um, uh, go out to the market. And at the moment, it's looking like there's every possibility. By the time we launch, we've already fully subscribed for the next three months, right? It's already done. Um, now that's the way, now you say, well, yeah, that's fine for you, Roger, because you've got a community and you've got a capital community that wanna work with you. But that's the point of trust. It was by spending a lot of time over the years, building up trust with the community uh, once you have that, then in a crisis, you always are going to be crisis-proof because people know you're trying to solve their problem and you just have to pivot and change the way you're solving that problem and people will follow along as well because they can see there's always proof that you're solving that problem as well. If you you don't have a track record of solving problems and you're just trying to sell your product, then don't be surprised at the moment there's a crisis, suddenly no one's buying your product. Um, this is the time to say, right, I'm not just going to be out there looking to offer value. I'm going to be building trust and I'm going to build it with a community, which means that one month from now, three months from now, Regardless of how my promotion goes now, I'm going to be in a better position for my next promotion. You're just constantly building that trust and being a value to those around you in terms of giving up their time, giving up their attention, and of course, eventually, actually paying money as well. So this here uh, actually walks through the pathways and links it to our crystal supplementary and so on. But let me take you to the next step. Right from there, this is the whole focus that we've asked you already to be thinking about: who are your customer avatars? Because this happens to be a three, four million dollar promotion. Uh, in this case here. We basically um, have got three different avatars that we're focusing at, and the top two ones, which is Emerald Ian and Sapphire Sandra, they're the ones that are at the high level where they've already got businesses which are in the million to the ten million dollar range. Um, and then we actually go through, you know, the proof uh, and also what our compelling offer is, which is packaging it all together exactly the way that we were sharing there as well. Um, this, so this is what it, you know, like you know, when you go uh, on a cooking show and they show you the recipe and then they say, "Here's one I prepared earlier." Like, this is basically us showing you exactly how we actually designed this up and what it looks like and what the steps are as you go through it as well. You can see here, even when we say, okay, who are our followers, the people paying attention? Well, we're gonna run a webinar. We haven't even run the webinar yet, right? That's gonna happen in uh, like in a week's time. Um, but we are running a call this week just for our highest level clients, our VIP clients, to tell them that we're gonna be running the webinar next week. Uh, and again, all through this period, we're actually already generating sales and having people already booking up in this pre, in this pre-launch period. Community Gold Dust, we're actually building a full community around this, having done multiple guides that they can actually build out um, and show that they're actually interested. Uh, we're gonna build the experience side up. And because we have high level products, um, we're not going out blind. We're actually physically speaking to people to see what they uh, see of most value and we're fine tuning our offer even before the actual offer launch uh, happens. If you don't have a community, you have to build and connect with another community to make it work for you. Uh, and then what's the transformation provided to customers? And then what basically uh, are we doing for our partners as well? And one of the most important parts of this, because we always do link with partners, is what is the partner pathway as we walk through this? Uh, so we've had partners come on board who are already part of our faculty. They're gonna be running micro-schools uh, in the next couple of months. Uh, we have consultants already who've actually signed up to be our Genius Solutions partners. So as well as us having a head of digital marketing uh, in Singapore, which is Suraj, we're gonna be having heads of digital marketing in different countries to support the local, um, uh, uh, the local countries there as well. Um, so we're always thinking about how do we actually make sure we can resource what we're doing by having a talent pathway as well as a customer pathway. Uh, and this is like a really, really important thing to be thinking about as you get up to enterprise level. And if you're at freelance level, you could be thinking, well, who do I want to be a partner with? Because already tapping into someone who's already got all that flow, for every one person who's got time but not money, there's someone else who's got the money but not the time. Right? So we're always looking for more people to come work with us because we've got the money but not the time. Um, and in the same way, we're always finding these links. Uh, between ourselves at Green Level and other companies at Green Level, who also are looking for partnerships too, so it le- links both ways, uh, and that's what it really is to be thinking in Green Level. Uh, so again, without going into more detail, the rest of this is the detail around the timings and so on, um, and then we get to the team. Now you'll see that Yvette is the project leader here, so let Yvette put all these slides together, and so Yvette she's the one who leads it, and I work for Yvette, like I'm helping her with the launch webinar. Michelle's working with her with like sales curriculum. Sandra's helping her with the finance. So we're all busy doing other things. But we also know that because vet has got her project, we'll support vet in where she needs our support. Uh, and this is a really important thing to be thinking. Like, who's going to lead your actual plan? Uh, if you're a freelancer, you might be leading your own. Uh, if you're at a startup, you should be finding someone else to lead it. If you're at enterprise, well, then you definitely want to find someone else to lead it, right? Or you, you're the one that actually ends up having to give all your time out for it. But this is our team. And again, it's a big team because the actual revenue numbers on this are high, right? This is $300,000 a month, which is 3.6 million in a year. So that adds up, Uh, but they can afford a team like that. Um, And then from here, in terms of what our financial objectives are, we also have got our development objectives. Like we're actually developing a new compelling customer pathway for Genius Solutions. We're developing the product range. We're mapping out the global services consultant pathway for the consultants. Uh, and then we also have learning objectives. So even if we don't hit our revenue numbers, we've developed all these things we wouldn't have developed before. And in terms of learning objectives, we we'll learn the ongoing need of the service clients. So we're actually helping them. We learn how to best resource the service streams for maximum results. We've also learned the level criteria and training needs of the entrepreneurial consultant. consultant. So everyone's motivated to learn. And every single week, as Yvette's running her course, she's saying, okay, what are we learning along this? You know, and she's actually tracking that as we go. Uh, what are we developing? How are we doing with the developing as well? So this is about a profitable project where you're going to be making money, but you also can afford to then bring the right people on board to make that happen as you go as well. So with that as in mind, and you can see exactly how that works, let's have a look at the different levels and how the different levels would link. And I'm going to start with the central level, which is our startup mode. So as you will remember, as we actually go through the different steps, the most important thing here is how they all directly link with each other. Um, as we talked about with Entrepreneur dynamics, uh, we have got the three levels, which is foundation level here, which is for startups. We have then the yellow level here, which is, um, sorry, uh, foundations for freelance. The startup level is here at yellow level. And then enterprise levels here at green level. Uh, and each one has a different level of trust. And the most important thing is knowing how all this links to how we're actually going to be shifting society itself. And this whole concept of the promotion plan, having these different steps in it, um, is about building that trust as we go. So what's really important is to know that the advice I'm going to give at each level, I'm going to start here with startup level and then I'm gonna go up to enterprise and I'm gonna come down here uh, to the freelance that the three examples I'll give, I'm gonna give fairly quickly, but you're gonna give very quickly an idea of how the teams uh, operate differently off the back of this as well, right? So I just wanna like go through that uh, piece by piece as I go. Uh, And if I just start with this one here, which is, uh, just hang on a second, I just open them up. So let me just grab a copy, here we go. so if I was to take just an example, straight from the list here, right? So just looking at the different uh, people and what they're posting here. Uh, oh, this is freelance, uh, uh, sorry, digital startup, okay. So on the digital startup one here, you know, you've got an example here like for, uh, let's see, this is um, this is making teams work, right? So this is Kristen. So Kristen says, okay, biggest question for the week. I'm trying to find clarity on what is and isn't reputable in the solutions your customers find most value in. So feeling like I wanna personally continue to do everything but knowing I have to figure out how to digitize some uh, and how to find a contractable team to help replicate some. right? So that's the key. How to best get an idea of results from clients. I can see the results. They can see the results. But particularly corporates seem to feel unwilling to articulate or voice or be quoted on the results. They'd rather offer to give referrals themselves or have client, prospective clients directed to them. So really important point here. Why is it possible that we actually have got on our page um, such like clear pictures um, of the people and what they're actually delivering on? Uh, when we come to something like this, right? Like uh, that's one. Uh, this one here, uh, which is you know, genius solutions. I just showed you those examples. W- why did they give us the that, that information? The reason was because we asked them before we even started. We said, look, when we actually finish this, we want to actually be able to write up the actual results we got from you. Let's talk about what that page would look like. So already from day one, it was already basically like sharing exactly what their page would look like and exactly what we would be getting for them. So what my great said, that's the kind of results I want to be showing people. So if you didn't do that at the beginning, now's the time to start. And it's not too late to go back to them and say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm writing up your story. Uh, I'm publishing the story. I'd love to basically have a quote from you. Uh, and it's like a media company coming in and writing a story. Very few people will be, if you've got good results from them, very few would be resistant to you actually writing about them. I'm like, Why would they if you got a great result? Especially if they're actually aligned to the same purpose that you are as well. Um, So that's the first thing I would say. There's always a way. It just may be that you haven't framed it in the right way. By running a promotion and actually showing how you're going to be showing their story makes a huge difference as well. And then, of course, you're going to be able to build those stories in. And in exactly the same way, you know, at the beginning of Crisis Leadership Academy, we said we're going to actually have some awarded at the end with their stories. And for sure, those will become success stories of the Crisis Leadership Academy as well, right? But it's actually built into it to begin with. So that's the first thing I'll say. The second thing, though, is that when we actually come and say, well, what would be the actual compelling offer or the plan? Um, here is uh, making things work, right? So I've just actually gone and opened up uh, Kristen's page here. And you can see at the moment there isn't an actual page, which is a landing page where immediately you can get, uh, you, can, you can book in. So you'll see that when we do a landing page, and this is one thing that Kristen will definitely have um, a page like this, there's only ever one button, right? And that one button, which is like you'll see it here on every one of these pages, is just one button. We don't actually even include anything at the bot- top to actually link in. So this is very much a product landing page uh, and there's some great resources out there that you'll be hearing about this week. You can be using lead pages, you can use click funnels, which actually does a lot of the heavy lifting for you. Um, but this basically allows you to see that just one apply here button, there it is. There's nothing else to do except apply. And then that takes you down a very, very clear pathway of what the next step is. Uh, if we right now come to a page like this, this is much more of a company page than a product page. If I click on get started and I'm saying, well, like, w- I think this is going to help me maybe somehow there's a contact us page. You tell us more about you. Join, like there's so many different things that someone will do. Um, it's not a surprise. Kristen won't get a lot of response from this page right now. Um, but if you had that one landing page that he's going to use in his promotion, that's going to make all the difference. And if it looks anything like our pages, then of course you're going to end up with results, provided you have a trusted base of people you're already bringing to it, which I'm sure Kristen already does. But then it becomes something very specific. And one thing for sure is that everything that we're doing right now is crisis specific, right? It's all designed around what's happening right now. Uh, in the current situation, and so everyone, when they're actually reading the personal letter, when they're actually looking at the details, will see that what we're doing is also specific. Just like this Chrysler Academy is very specific as well. So you do want to make it something that's not generic page, um, like the page that you um that you saw here. Uh, because if you do it that way, then of course you're not going to get the result. You can see it's not a compelling offer at this point, right? So that's about redesigning it into it, getting those stories in place and saying, what are you going to do that's really specific and actually going to get people uh, working towards something that's going to make that difference. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, we talked about Tamami, for example. She just has used our, our company uh, branding. She says, why don't I have to reinvent the wheel? I'll just launch Crash, the Crash Course. I'll just launch Crisis Academy in Japanese. Uh, and of course, you get sales straight away because she's got a trusted base. And because we've already written everything to make it compelling, and to actually be of high value to the same avatars that she's got in Japan. And so straight away, she's generating money without having to try and be original or try and be clever about it because there's already things that already work. And it could be that effectively, you end up in exactly the same situation, Kristen, where you say, you know what? I can be partnering with some of the people already out there, even with Genius Group to actually deliver on something which is going to be what I'm gonna be launching over the next month. Um, let me give it another example, right? I'm gonna give three because this is like one for the enterprise level. Getting clear and then saying, right, that means I need to build my team right now um, get the digital uh, marketing team in place to actually launch. Uh, make sure that I've got the remote sales team who are going to actually be making the phone calls uh, so I know who are going to be people I'm going to be speaking to. And, and anyone, like I said, who you don't actually build a team for, you're going to have to find your own time, uh, which is why you should always, when you're green level, think team first. Okay, let me take a second example. Second example would be freelance. So let's come over uh, for a moment to our freelancer page. Uh, sorry, no, I said I've got freelance third, right? So let me take enterprise next. So Enterprise, which is uh, our highest level team, a uh, few have already posted this. I know everyone just got this this morning, so of course it's great to see some of you already in here entering. So i have just taken one here which is Jimmy. So Jimmy Ho has a company called Catalyst, uh, says um, we are a Canadian apartment developer that was in the middle of fundraising both debt equity for our development project since the lockdown occurred, how we raise equity funds has mostly been digitized. However, we're unclear to proceed as it's uncertain if there is market appetite to invest in real estate at the moment with the uncertainty in capital markets. So you say, well, what's the problem right now? It's actually the uncertainty. So I'll show you an example of exactly what we did. And I know I showed you some of this on a previous uh, video, but you'll see that when we were doing a launch uh, for our investor site, which was this one here, and we basically were looking to raise a million dollars, and we ended up raising 1.9 million before uh, we were totally oversubscribed by the time we're done. This happened over the last three months, as I mentioned. Uh, but in this one here, we knew exactly the same thing that we just heard here um, from, uh, uh, from the story that Jimmy's actually gone through. And by the way, this is Jimmy's page. So this is Catalyst, our work speaks for itself. Transformation means literally going beyond your form. That's already worth real estate wealth. You can see here, there's nothing specific at the moment about what's going on in the crisis. There's nothing specific at the moment about what they're looking to do at the moment. If you look at our page here, save the smartest investment in crisis times, join the Genius Group, pre-IPO, convertible loan, register now, very, very specific. Here's what the offer is. Here's what you need to know. Uh, here's the registration page. Here's our actual investor deck, right, that you can go through and see the details of, right, It's all on here. Now, what's really important is that when we've, we created our pathway for this, and I showed on the previous slide exactly what the pathway looks like, we didn't start by saying, would you like to come and invest? We started by actually running a webinar, and the webinar was this one here, the coming crash. Top three reasons why the coming financial crash is inevitable and imminent and what you can do about it. And then that then led into the webinar that we ran, together with downloading the slides or coming on board and registering for our opportunity. Um, So for sure, one of the things Jimmy should do right now is actually do a a webinar which is going to serve his investors. Uh, And it should be something about, you know, um, should you invest in property in the downturn or how do you profit from property in the downturn? It should explain with really good value What Jimmy knows and what will be of value to people, and then actually show them exactly what criteria they should be thinking about, and then go through and say, Here's a potential solution that we've already come up with. We have a project, here's how we're designing it in a way that actually manages itself for the actual um, crisis. And that's what people want to hear. So, this is about are we building, first of all, trust with our community before we even ask them to actually make a decision on something, and then to actually book that decision as well. So, for Jimmy, uh, for sure, his green level enterprise promotion plan should be uh, do like really replicating something very similar to what we've done because it works. Uh, and people are not coming because they want to necessarily invest, they're coming because they want information. But from that information, they actually can see the value of actually investing because now what we've done is earned their attention and we've earned their time. And that's enough to have some of them earn their decision, right? And so if, at the moment you're like, I'm not even sure if people are gonna make the right decision. Well, don't worry about that until you've actually focused at have I actually delivered value to my community in a way that allows me to then actually even ask people if they'd like to make a decision, right? So super duper important to be doing it that way, but that's what a green level enterprise looks like and what should be the kind of team that Jimmy should put together. Well, he's already got his team on board because he's at green level, but what he should be doing is saying, who would be the partners who could really benefit from this? Uh, it could be some of the people that we be giving some uh, value in the advice. In in it could be some people who actually already have got their investors as well and want to bring their investors along uh, to actually hear what Jimmy has to say. Uh, but if you're doing something of really high value, you'd be amazed at how many people are willing to actually recommend people come to that. You might run a summit where you actually have four or five different uh, uh, people who, are gonna, who have their own communities and investment who are going to share their own experience. Uh, and then again, you then are aggregating all of those people already in the lines of trust and bring those lines of trust together, as we mentioned earlier on this video as well. Let's take a third example, right? Third example would be when you have a situation where you might be at freelance level, uh, and you say, well, I don't actually have a team or anything at the moment, I'm just doing things on my own. Um, And so here is the freelance page. Uh, Take an example here. Let's take Nissen, right? So Nissen here, he has a company called Remote Learn. Uh, This is his website here. Uh, So this one is actually, as you can see, an actual page that looks like it's an offer, right? So it looks like it's uh, I'm here to make a decision. Are you an elementary school teacher? So it's a good start. So if I'm not, I wouldn't be further. If I am, I'll go I'm interested. The fact there's no images or pictures at the top, that in itself is a challenge, right? But basically, again, that's more on the design side. As you start looking at the different um, uh, designs and, and programs people are putting together, uh, the more visual you make it, the better. But in any event, in less than two weeks, I can help you move your on- offline classroom online. Now, if I'm a teacher, I straight away say, who's this I who's saying this, right? I want to find the proof of this person. Do they have actual success? Uh, and I want to know how they're going to do this for me, right? Because, of course, this is going to be exciting if I can make that happen. And I want to know how much it's going to cost me. So could you be as great in online teacher as you are in the physical world? So I'm looking and saying, great, tell me more. Uh, so I'm looking down here. I see that they're saying something about, wow, you make it sound so easy. Thank you so much. But that's not really telling me anything at this much. I love this course. And so now I'm being told, okay, it sounds like this is a course that I'm going to be running. I'm going to be in somehow. During today, one of our programs. So it sounds like there's more than one program. Um, from scratch, Google Classroom training free for teachers. It's like, oh, it's free, that's good. Three hours of what you learn, how to create a class, transform your offline. It's like, okay, this is great. I'm gonna actually go get this free course, um, but I gotta read more. I don't have a button I can click. Uh, I gotta read more, I gotta read more, and I'm suddenly gonna forget what I even saw, uh, and I'm not gonna take any action. So it's really super important. Like what I just went through is but to what extent do I trust this? And I get to the bottom, and I still don't know who this I is. Like someone has told me they're gonna do this, there's no proof of who this person is, what they're gonna do. Now compare that. So let's say, for example, where we are supporting teachers through Genius school. And when we basically went out with the whole Genius school plan, we went out with a page uh, which looks like uh, this here. Uh, um, the actual page, like the, the, the launch of the page was super simple to come to basically one page, which is the Parent Playbook 2020. Um, you know, that was on my page. So if you, you go to my page, you'll find uh, the link uh, from here. Uh, and we also like went out and marketed that link as well to everyone in our community. We sent out emails. To everyone as well, so people knew that this was going to be happening, uh, and then off the back of that link, uh, which was all here, uh, after my NASA live streams, which were happening. Um, but basically, uh, uh, we had uh, what uh, four four and a half thousand people who came along for that um, uh, for that, that link here, and here was the link. Right, it says "Educate most Powerful Weapon." Uh, here's the link. Uh, if you want to come join us, we are launching Genius School. Uh, it's for educators. It's also for all of the. Uh, parents who actually are looking for their child to be part of something. You come to a page like this, the parent playbook 2020, how to prepare your child for a radically uncertain future. Click here to register. Uh, okay. So I'm saying, who is this? Who's going to do this? Um, so this is the story about it. This is, ah, here's Roger Hamilton. It's Angie Stead. It's Bobby DePorter, Right. So obviously it's happened already. This is what I'm going to learn. Um, you know, this is like the proof that this is actually like leading people in the industry. So this gives me the answers to everything I need to know about, okay, what is this? How's it going to work? Who's going to be on it? in a way that at the moment, you're not necessarily seeing um, from this page here. Uh, however, the more important thing is if you're at freelance level, it may be too early for you to be launching something like this. Um, on a page like our one here, where we actually launched the programs here, we had a goal to say, can we have 100 people who are already are booking up courses, uh, and can we actually be generating from those 50000 dollars which is coming for our Young Entrepreneur Academy, which is the, uh, the, the information you'll see below here, Young Entrepreneurs Academy, and we just basically ran it and we just started making the course like on Sunday, just this weekend. Uh, and it's just starting this week, right? So while I showed you one thing that hasn't yet started, one thing that's already completed, this one's right starting. And the team behind this is Angie and Penny who are running this right now. Um, we are LinkedIn and partnered with Supercamp because we said, you know what, it's one thing for us to run our own camp. But if we go with the top in the world, Supercamp already has got, and they've packaged all of their stuff up to actually include in it as well. Quantum reading, quantum writing, it increases all the kids' grades. Uh, It's all now being done online and virtually. So you actually have these four weeks of these four programs. And we said, right, we're going to package it all in together. And so everyone who comes on is going to get all of this. And it's now including Junior Schools Young Entrepreneur Academy. That's all part of it too. So it's just so compelling. And it's taken the best in the world. Uh, And would it make more sense right now that you're seeing the story here at freelance level, you know, of what Jimmy, sorry, not Jimmy, but what um, uh, Nitsun is doing. Does it make sense? Like, can he compete when you've got the best in the world going out, linking together and doing this? Why didn't they come on board and be one of our educators and immediately start making money by working together with us? So having a promotion plan, which is how do I actually link in with the best in the market rather than me trying to compete with everything else that's already out there. Um, and in our case, just to give you an idea, cause we have tracking for everything. Uh, this here is the landing page. So you can see we had 4,100 register. Uh, we had hundred applications. We're exactly on our hundred goal. Uh, we already booked 79 of those calls, And just from yesterday, we already generated like what, uh, five uh, that already generated like close to what $5,000. Um, and so this already has got started and it's on track. And it's basically just following the same formula of knowing that if you're actually going out to delivering great value, and in this, in this actual webinar we created great value, that there's then the pathway to then link to the front course, having a conversation with those who actually booked up the course, and then actually finding out how they can be of best value. And we are already from those course, have got not just people joining Young Entrepreneur Academy, but also actually being part of our faculty now as well. And so that is about, well, and I'm just working with one example, we're not the only ones out there, it doesn't have to be working in junior school, But for Nixon or for any of the freelancers to say, how does my plan link in with the best in school? Because there are these streams of trust already, and I shouldn't be out there just trying to create it myself. That makes all the difference. So I know I come to the end of my hour. I'm going to basically ask everyone who's been listening to post whatever's biggest learning that's come out of this whole concept of building trust. And the team itself is a team that is at three levels. It's at the level of either freelance level, which is where you're joining someone else's team that's already got trust, um, or being their partner. You've got the next level up, startup. Where you're actually building your own team from your own customer base which you've already got because you can't start a freelancer with no customers no team you have to start with one level so connect with those who have got the customers start at level those who already got the customers and now are going to build themselves out the team which is going to be more uh be more partners or um uh, or contractors uh, and then green level is the next level up where you're now building a team at green level which is actually your strategic team you've seen how we do it uh, and actually you really have those people on board but you're making sure the revenues are higher to cover the cost of fully employed people who are gonna be working with you as well. And all of you can be moving up to the green level. It's just a matter of taking it one step at a time as you're actually moving up the steps. So with that being said, I'm just gonna come back for a second to all of the comments and what everyone's been posting on here as well. Um, I can see a lot of people, wow, a lot of people have been posting on here as we go. Um, We have got like uh, Maxine from Hampshire now uh, who's come and joined us. We've got Rory who's on here from Indonesia. We've got Hiroki also from Japan at the moment. Everyone's posting here from New Zealand and so on. Wow, we've got a lot of interaction here. Um, Okay, people saying hi. Terry, Jay, Paulina, uh, Sally, Yvette, Ian, all in conversation. I'm going to come into here uh, because there's there's loads of different comments on here. And I'm going to actually be answering anyone who's got questions at the moment, uh, everyone who's got insights, uh, things you'd like to actually share, uh, anyone who'd like to post what your big action is going to be this week. Go ahead, do that. Uh, and then I will go in and actually interact with everyone in there as well. And do know that the next step is going to be making sure you book your review call, go into your template, complete the details on there as well. And you remember that on the actual uh, pivot plan, uh, there is a link on the pivot plan as well, uh, which actually gives you more information on the team side if you want to go deeper into it. But this whole week is going to be all about the who and the how, the team and the resources. And remember, it's all about the trust. And remember, we are in the fourth turning. Like everything that was said is happening and it's happening at pace. Uh, and uh, we together have a chance to be making history. So I look forward uh, to seeing the results in the coming week, and we'll catch up with you again very shortly. See you all later. Bye.